Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 46 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us today as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, which are found uh, in the week of February the 7th to February the 13th, covering Genesis chapters 12 to 17 and Abraham chapters 1 to 2. And today we are going to continue with our study of Abraham and his journey through the wilderness uh, at this stage as we um, consider. And along this journey, uh, Abraham is travelling along with his uh, family and with Lot and his family as well. Uh, It says in verse 5, And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks and herds and tents. And at this stage, I think I'm going to point out as well, uh, that um, I'm just going to, I keep referring to Abram as Abraham. Uh, he's not yet technically called Abraham, but of course we mean Abram. Uh, in verse four, sorry, I meant to mention this as well. It says, unto the place of the altar, which he had there at, made at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. You'll notice as we go through this account of uh, Abram, uh, that there's a lot of altars that are built uh, and that he calls upon the Lord often. And this is, again, a great example of how a covenant person, someone who the Lord has made this covenant with, should try and develop the relationship with our Heavenly Father through continuous, through diligent, through consistent prayer, through that connection with heaven. Uh, And that is sometimes difficult to do, um, especially when we feel like that perhaps we are struggling or we're doing things that we shouldn't be. Um, But the Lord wants to connect with us. Part of this covenant is in that relationship um we often refer to a covenant as a two-way promise and that indeed it is um but as uh, brad r wilcox uh, shared recently on a church news podcast in fact it was with the stake oh, it's not the stake the general young men's presidency he talked about a covenant being a relationship and how it is a covenantal relationship and that is one of the things we need to remember the most is how it is a relationship with the lord that we should develop But a problem occurs uh, as they travel. In verse 6 it says, And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. So here we have a a kind of logistical or temporal issue where Abraham and, uh, sorry, Abram and Lot are, are not able to live in the same area close together because they have too many possessions. Uh, and so there is um, trouble, troubles and contentions between Abram's cattle uh, and herdmen and Lot's cattle and herdmen. Uh, and in verse 8, uh, I love this kind of approach by Abram. It says, He says, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between thy, my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Um, what a wonderful opportunity uh, or, or a wonderful example that is to remember that we need to remind each other that we are brothers and sisters. We are spiritual siblings. Um, and at times when we seem to upset or offend one another, if we've done that on purpose, um, you know, that's very difficult. But at times we just need to remember that we just want each other to be happy. Uh, even though from our side, we may feel like that um, something has been wronged uh, towards us. Um And then in verse 9, it says, Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. And if thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go on the right. Or if thou departest to the right hand, then I will go to the left. So basically, Abram, uh, and remember, Abram is the senior here. He is the uncle, as it were, and Lot is his nephew. Um, 
he is saying to Lot, look, you choose uh, and I'll choose the other way. Uh, he's giving him the choice rather than picking the best land for himself. As he has been promised, remember, by the Lord, he is giving Lot the opportunity to select where he would like to go, to choose what is best for him. Uh, and I wonder as parents uh, if that is something we can take a lesson from about how we need to let our children have the choice. Now, of course, I suppose that um, this story and this lesson uh, is still a struggle for us to take on board and do because we know what Lot chooses. In verse 10, it says, And Lot lifted his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. And so basically, Lot chooses a very blessed, a very uh, precious uh, place, or I say precious, it's a very well um, resourced and plentiful place, um, filled, with, filled with what they need. But it was also uh, near Sodom, uh, which of course, as we know uh, later on in the story, it causes a lot of problems for Lot. Um, and so Lot chooses that and Abram chooses the, chooses the other way. Uh, and as he and as he journeys, um, you'll see that again he is promised uh, with this Abrahamic covenant that um, the land will be a promised land, and that his seed will be the dust will number as the dust of the earth. Um, and we see this reminder of this covenant, and the Lord reminds Ab Abram of some of the promises that have been made, and this is re reminiscent for us really of perhaps uh, things like the sacraments and going regularly to the temple, having the words of our covenants uh, reinforced and re-imprinted on our minds so that we are, so that we remember them, uh, and so that we are able to consider how we need, what we can do, and what we need to do in order to develop further in those covenants. To kind of summarise this interchange between Abram and Lot, uh, Elder Elton Perry spoke about this uh, and shared First of all, about how Lot chose the, the plain of Jordan near Sodom, and that was where a lot of his uh, problems were uh, traced back to. He says, quote, Most of the problems that Lot later encountered in his life, and there were several, can be traced back to his early decision to position the door of his tent to look upon Sodom. Abraham, the father of the faithful, experienced life differently. Certainly there were many challenges, but it was to be a blessed life. We do not know which way Abraham's tent door faced, but there's a strong hint in the last verse of the 13th chapter of Genesis. It reports, Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and there built there an altar unto the Lord. While I do not know, I personally believe the door of Abraham's tent faced the altar he built unto the Lord. How do I draw this conclusion? It is because I know the, the Book of Mormon story about King Benjamin's instructions to his people when they gathered to hear his final address. King Benjamin instructed them to position the doors of their tents facing the temple, close quote. And so as Elder Perry mentions, at the end of this chapter, we have yet another altar that is built, and Abram uh, is focused towards that. Um, and then we get a, a, an interesting um, experience or story uh, in chapter 14, where Lot is captured. Uh, so <laughs> interestingly, because he's decided to go and live near Sodom and, and Gomorrah, there is a battle uh, between Sodom and some other lands, and uh, Lot and his uh, Lot is taken, taken captive in this battle, um, and departed. Uh, in verse thirteen, uh, it says, "And there came one that had escaped, and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Ishkol, and brother of Anna, 
and though these were confederates with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them into Dan. This is quite uh, an interesting uh, image, because of course, when we all think of Abraham, I'm, I'm sure we all think of the well-known images of this old, white-haired, kind of bearded um, person who um, is very ancient, basically. But of course, um, you know, Abraham was younger at this time. And so um, this image of, you know, he hears that his nephew has been taken captive. And I love how in verse 14 that we just read, it doesn't say that he went a week later or a day later. When he heard that his brother was captive, he, he acted. He armed his servants and he, and he with them pursued uh, after them. Um, and he brought them back. And again, just what a great uh, message that is uh, for us. This idea that, you know, if our loved ones have decided to, to go and live elsewhere away from the gospel at this time, um, we should not give up on them. And even if they are taken captive and even if they are lost uh, to, to us, we should try and fight for them. And we need to uh, do all that we can to engage others in supporting and strengthening and saving our loved ones. Do we, like Abraham, make sure that we do not let anyone be lost without trying to fight for them back? Uh, in whether it, you know, in that in that spiritual sense of uh, their salvation, of course, uh, we should never give up on praying and and fasting for those that we love, that they may receive the gospel and the blessings that uh, that it gives us back into their lives. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow the podcast. And until we meet again.